Welcome back, Season 3, Episode 5, Sub-Zero Sports. Today, we're going to get into NFL headlines and Super Bowl 57. Let's get it. And we're back. We were back better than ever. A little, uh, what we take? It was a week off? We took a week off. We took a week off. Uh, you know we didn't, didn't do a Super Bowl. Didn't care though. to talk about the Pro Bowl. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know we had to get a little Super Bowl pod out there the day before the game. Get a little... Uh, little prediction. Little, little prediction. prediction. You, little, know, we're, you know what we do. Little, Biggest game of the year. Little bets to possibly do. Little locks of the, locks of the Super Bowl. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw a few at you. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna be that guy. I think this Sunday that I'm just gonna be like, what color Gatorade? I think I'm gonna be that you want guy. Purple Gatorade? Ooh, I think no. Red Doesn't research. Red. No. Green. No, I can't. I'll, we'll Orange. get to that. That's, that's that's exclusive. You must stay and listen. Type of information. What's the favorite? Probably the favorite blue. is no. I think it's yellow. Yellow. Because I think there's something with yellow between the Eagles and Chiefs. They both used yellow before okay. when they've won. Last time the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017, it was yellow. Okay. So. A little conspiracy. But for the Chiefs, whatever year they won it, it was uh, orange. So, who knows? Was that two years ago? Was that COVID year? Last year, it was three years ago, technically, right? Because we went Rams, Bucks. It was probably the Super Bowl right before COVID Chiefs. hit. Yeah. Like February 2020? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah that's right. Well, we got some NFL headlines before we dive into the Super Bowl stuff. We got a few things that have been happening around the league. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go rapid fire, okay? All right. You can defend it if you need to a little bit, one way or the other. But I'm gonna ask you a few questions about some things that have happened around the NFL. You tell me good or bad for the league, or you just give me a prediction on whatever you know, what's going wrong, you know, what could happen next year, that type of deal. So I'm saying good or bad for the league or good or yeah, bad but all for the of organization or uh, just whatever. What, maybe both. Well, just depends on the headline. Okay. Some of them are different. Some of them don't apply. All right, first one. Tom Brady retires. We'll start off good or bad for the Bucks. You'd have to say bad. Who, who's playing quarterback for him? That's, yeah, I mean, I don't, it really, long term, it's good probably because you're out, you don't got to pay him yeah, any more stupid amount of money, but like. This next year the Bucks are probably going to be very bad. Yeah, you just reset. You know, it's good for the long term. You can't. You know, you, they had a what? What was he? 44, 44 He's year 46. old quarterbacks. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you have a quarterback that old that's still able to play, but who's behind him? So now you got to go draft someone. You got to go trade someone, or you got to be bad for the next couple of years till you can finally get a draft pick. Because I already know who their backup is. It is Jeff Driscoll. There you go. That yeah. Played at Florida. They'll be terrible. Yeah, they'll be terrible. I don't even know how he he can be a starting quarterback. Like they they'll have to do something. I'm gonna say good for the NFC South, right? Not that's not the Bucks. Uh, say bad for the league. I mean the legends leaving. I mean, so you're going bad for the best, NFL best as a quarterback whole? of all time. I mean just the fact that it's one of the goats retiring. You're never gonna see him play again. I think he's officially doing it this time. Uh, yeah. So bad for the Bucks. Good for the NFC South. Bad for the league. Yeah, I mean you have to kind of agree bad for the league, but. I could see a scenario where someone would say good for the league. Yeah, like, good for the league because now someone, a new else era. Can, someone else can get some new uh, some Super Bowls now. Yeah, I mean, you're, we're, we're finally seeing that, like, even though Aaron Rodgers is like kind of like last man standing at this point, we're still kind of seeing that changing of the guard, even though he's still playing. We have yep, with so the Mahomes, Burrow, 
Hertz, Allen, you know, like. Yeah, it's not uh, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, Peyton Manning. Right. You know, Aaron Rodgers. Right. Russell, Russell Wilson, Philip Rivers. Right, right. Well, we still got Russell again. somehow. Like, oh, he's terrible, but. He wasn't very good this past year. We'll, we'll move on to that. Sean Brady to no, the no, Broncos. No. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Sean Brady's UFC fighter. No, yeah, yeah. Sean Brady's UFC fighter. <laughs> Sean Payton to the Broncos. Good. Bad league team, AFC West? Uh, I don't see. I mean, I'm going to say good for the Broncos. Definitely good for the Broncos. Um, here's my thing. I feel like just to get Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, they gave up a lot of stuff. Yeah. I saw something that said they gave up however many first and second rounders just to get Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, a freaking coach. But... If he's Sean Payton of old, then that's obviously a great hire. You'd easily give up a couple picks for him. It's weird to see, though, that um, Denver gave up however many picks it was for a coach. It's a little weird. There's only been a few trades ever for a team to get a coach. Right. John and, you know, Gruden, I didn't realize that the Saints had the rights still. Yeah. That's how, like, you know, John Gruden, when he went to the Raiders a couple years ago, the Bucks still had the right to him. That's crazy. So they still had to trade them. And it had been 15 years. Yeah. And I think Bill Belichick to the Patriots was a trade. Might have been. when he, Or when to he, the Browns, he, he possibly. He the Browns or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something like that. Uh, there might have been one more, maybe like Bill Parcells or something like that. I'm not sure exactly. But there's only been a few trades, actually, with coaches. Uh, definitely good for the Broncos. I mean, you saw what Sean, Sean Payton did with the Saints. I mean, the Saints were terrible before Sean Payton came around. So yeah. definitely good for the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, I'd say good for the league to have Sean Payton back. I mean, he was a good coach. So let's see what he, if he can turn the Broncos around. They have a good, solid defense. So see if they can turn that offense around. I mean, Wilson was obviously good on Seattle. Don't know what happened last year, but if it was the pieces or if he's just falling off or what. So see if Sean Payton can turn that around. Didn't you see something about Russell Wilson? He had, like, his own team in the organization, and Sean Payton was like, yeah, we're putting a stop to that. Did you see that? No. It was, like, supposedly – Russell Wilson had like his own coaches helping him out that weren't with the Broncos, oh, and Lord. they let that happen this past year. And Sean Payton's like, "Yeah, we're stopping that right away." Yeah, of course, the right thing to do. Yeah, my opinion it should, should have never been in the first place. But a lot of people said that Nathaniel Hackett was like the sole problem for the Broncos this year. Like yeah. he was supposed to be this great offensive mind, and they were just like absolutely the worst offense in the entire league this year. Yeah, and they had weapons, man. You got Jerry Judy, you got Cortland Sutton, you got. Um, and they, this coming back this year, they'll have him healthy, hopefully. But uh, what was what was running back's name that got hurt? Torn ACL. People were big on Williams, him this year. Javante yeah, Williams. Yeah, Javante Williams. He'll be back next year. Um, I think it's their O line that's a pretty pretty bad, supposedly. Yeah, and it did, it did feel like Wilson was getting beat a lot this year. Yeah. You know, but I mean, didn't he, wasn't there a stat or was the defense wasn't allowing that much? It was like if they would average just like three more points a game. They would have gone from whatever the record was to like yeah, four or like, five more wins. Yeah, no, dude, they would have been like thirteen and four or something, yeah. like crazy turnaround. But yeah, I mean, if you're Russell Wilson, you got to love the move. If you're the Broncos organization overall, you got to love the move. But you know what? I saw I saw something that said they had Coach A and Coach B. Coach A was Sean Payton. Coach B was like a mystery man type of deal, and they basically had the exact same amount of wins in the NFL. The exact same amount of coaching winning percentage. Both had one Super Bowl. Both had one, like, I don't remember what it was. They, no, they had been to the playoffs like nine times each. And one was an active coach. Do you know who the other guy was? You can think of. Been in the league a long time. He's got one Super Bowl. 
I'll give you a hint. Mike he Tomlin. No. He just gets crapped on all the time. And it turns out like him and Sean Payton have the exact same coaching stats. Like this guy just gets made fun of like all the time. Huh. For not being a great coach. Harbaugh Super Bowl. No. People think Harbaugh's a good coach. For the Ravens. There's but they always make some poor decisions towards the end of the year. Uh it's gonna jump at you when I say it. What uh Andy Reid. No. Andy Reid's a great coach. <laughs> I thought it was like he's a, a fat guy though. Throw you off. He's fat. He's not a head coach right now. He is. He is active coach, coach in the league. Yeah. AFC, NFC, NFC, NFC. Uh, McCarthy. Yeah, McCarthy. Yeah. Everyone just hates on Mike McCarthy so much. Yeah. And I saw the side by side. Both won Super Bowl. Both nine playoff appearances. Basically, the exact same amount of wins and winning seasons and winning percentage. And people think Sean Payton is just like a goat coach, and everyone hates Mike McCarthy. That's correct. Maybe. Maybe because the Saints were so bad before Peyton came and he turned them around. Obviously, he got Drew Brees with that. That right. helped it out. But McCarthy came into a situation, had Favre, and then he moves on to Rodgers. That's true. So it's like they've been good. He's had two GOAT quarterbacks. And honestly – Peyton had Brees, obviously a GOAT quarterback. But you could argue the same. I was going to say the Packers, people multiple years said they're the best team, should have got more Super Bowls. But you could say that about the Saints too. Yeah. I mean, how many years did how they go to the playoffs to get knocked have? out? Yeah. Off of like, wasn't one a lot of Brady. controversial calls yeah. too? Well, one to the Bucks when they go on to win the Super Bowl with Brady. Then the one with the Rams on the absolutely terrible P.I. Mm-hmm. Then the, the very Vikings next year lost. they got hit with another one. Wasn't there a Minneapolis miracle? Wasn't that the Saints? Was that the Saints? I think it was. That wasn't was a bad Saints call, fight. though. No, but it was still just a play. crazy game. Like, it was like one play away from moving on. Yeah, but like they, they just had really they had close back-to-back games. bad calls though in the NFL. Yeah, it was the Rams PI call, call. Right, and then the next year they got another one. Really? Oh, I know what it was. It was the Vikings. It was uh, it was Kyle Rudolph push off in the end corner of the end zone catching a touchdown pass. Yeah, and they won in the game. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. But anyway, so overall though, if you're a Broncos fan, you're you're ecstatic because Sean Payton was the uh, the name. Yeah, the go get him name. Get. And I also heard like. That because the Saints had the rights, the Panthers had no chance. No. They weren't going to let them have us. No, not we, in the we, same division. Yeah. So, um, moving on, next next topic, speaking of coaching changes, uh, as Panthers fans, we got a new one. What do you think Frank about Frank Wright. What do you think? Uh, well, he obviously didn't do great with the Colts, but we saw you know, their quarterback situation over the ever since Andrew Luck left. Uh, I like the fact it's the first coach we've ever hired that is an offensive-minded head coach. Yeah. So I think that was that's a, interesting. the big thing from Tepper. In the yeah, because Steve Wilkes, obviously a defense guy coach, and a lot of people wanted to keep him. But, you know, I like I like the fact that Tepper, he'll just change. If it's not working, he's going to change it up until he finds something that's working. Right. Which we've seen, you know, like the Browns get a new head coach every two years, and that didn't work for 20-plus years. Right. I don't necessarily think we're going to do that. He's not that, that Tep- extreme. Though. No, but Tepper's willing to do what it takes to get a winning team. And – you know, Steve Wilkes has been in the league a while and never really got a head coaching job, never really done anything special. I he mean, did get a head coaching job. We did seem to be was terrible. Who was it, the Cardinals? Yeah, and he got fired after one year. Yeah. in like two games. Uh, I like it, though. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily like the certain person who it is. We'll see how he does. He seems like a good guy. I like him better than Matt Rule uh, from Matt what Rule I've seen in the terrible. past. But uh, I did like the fact it's offensive-minded coach. So I've been we'll seeing see a lot of things there. that said it was a super safe hire. 
Yeah. Like it wasn't just like a What's up with the Kansas City OC still not getting a head coaching job? I think he's getting offers, dude. At this point, I'm wondering if the guy's like, dude, I got it made in the shade over here. Maybe because I feel like it's been like multiple off seasons it where it's like the enemy or whatever his last name is needs to get a head coaching job, but he just stays an OC. Well, the thing is, is I don't blame him. If you're sitting there and you got because in his mind he's like, you know what? If Mahomes leaves, if Kelsey leaves. If we start to be not as good, yeah, maybe I'll go ahead and bolt. Yeah. But while we're making Super Bowl appearances and my stock just continues to rise basically every year more and more, because he's probably thinking, like, you know what? If I leave now, I'm going to go somewhere that they've sucked. Yeah. But if I hang out, never know. Like, somewhere like the Jags, you know, they weren't good, but boom, Trevor Lawrence, they held this money in free agency. Doug Peterson was probably like, okay, I'm going to jump ship. I was about to say, maybe wait for a team to be bad a year. Then they get a good quarterback right. out of the draft, then have a bad first season because most rookie quarterbacks do. Head coach gets fired, just like the Jags come into that situation. Doug Peterson's doing a good job down with Trevor Lawrence now. So, or even look at a team, like look that. at a team like maybe uh, like the Cardinals. They have Kyler Murray. They have a they have good playmaking options. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But. Uh, Kingsbury just kind of ran him into the ground. They couldn't seem to figure out how to get on the same page. There's a lot of drama coming to that organization. They're not terrible. They got some young defensive pieces with Isaiah Simmons. You know, they they have some stuff they can build on with Buda Baker and those type of guys. I mean, have they hired they a head coach yet? I don't know. I don't. I don't remember hearing that they did. I think there's just a lot of drama around Kyler, Kyler Murray and how much he actually takes it serious. But Kyler I mean, Murray double, is double a weapon XP a lot. You know. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Got to hey. get his cod grind in the middle of the season. I mean, it's what it is on the cod stuff. But if uh, you can play cod, but you got to win. Where did uh, Steve Wilkes? He just went to the Niners to be right. their DC. Yeah, because uh, their Nico head coach Ryan. went to the Texans. Yes, yes. Yeah. See, and like, look at him for an example. Made in the shade as the 49ers defense coordinator. Now he's going he to just the went to the Texans. They have nothing to build on. That guy will be mm-hmm. fired in two, three years. Probably. He'll be fired in two or three years. Or unless, he turns them around. Unless, unless, because they will get to draft one this year, unless when they Young. draft, they get like a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud and they turn out to be a monster. That's yeah. the only way. And I'm not sure those guys will be. I think Bryce Young may be the only one that has a chance. C.J. Stroud did impress me, but only in the playoff game where they ultimately ended up losing. So. I just hope the Panthers don't get like an Anthony Richardson. If we're going to get a quarterback, find a way for it to be Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Dude, here's my thing. If... You're the Panthers. Maybe, yeah. It's going to be a first-year coach. You don't want to go in there and tank. But you, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not seeing any um, really good QB options. I'm not seeing any. Like as far as free agent or draft? Yeah, just period. I mean, I feel you're like just the, like, dang, you got to get that one. I feel like the only one personally that I would want is Bryce Stroud. Really? Over Bryce Young? Probably. See, I'd rather have Bryce Young. I think I'd rather have Stroud. Is it because of the intangibles, like the height and the arm strength, or – because I taller. think Bryce Young has been a better college quarterback. Yeah, Bryce Young is just very small. I feel like he is. he's got to put on size. If Once he gets hit a couple times, he could be very injury prone. Well, Justin Fields is small. Kyler Murray's very small. Yeah, Justin Fields bigger than Bryce Young, though, isn't yeah, he? That, yeah, they're bigger. But I'm saying, like, when they played in college, like, it's not it's not a crazy difference. They're, they're little quarterbacks. Yeah, and most of the time it doesn't work for little quarterbacks. I don't know. Russell Wilson's got a Super Bowl. Justin Fields is an all, all-world beater after this past year. Justin Fields isn't that small. Isn't he like how tall is he? I don't know. Let's look it up. I'm a taller guy. I'm, when I think of small quarterbacks, I'm like I'm talking about height. Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, first ones that come to mind. 
Yeah, they both have Super Bowls. I know, but that's two options. Name other short quarterbacks. Most of them are taller. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray hasn't really done anything. He, I mean, he's a Pro Bowler. He's a he's a very he's talented quarterback, though. What do they? They just went like four and twelve. Yeah, but he had like one and a half good years. Justin Fields is six foot three, and Bryce Young six foot. Just so got about three inches. three inches. Six foot three is pretty tall. I mean. Yeah, I feel like you. I feel like honestly, the minimum to be a quarterback in the NFL, they're looking for like a six three kind of guy. Where like you know, because Drew Brees and Russell Wilson are only five eleven, they call him a short me, quarterback. Let me throw this at you though. Obviously, a much bigger overall build. Jalen Hurts six foot one, Lamar Jackson six foot two. Yeah, definitely a bigger build though. Yeah. Bryce Young's got to put on weight, and he will though. Wasn't he, he having will. injury issues at Bama? Mm, yeah, he he's was. been getting hurt. But he played a lot. He, he played he still through played it. Played through it. Yeah, but he was always getting banged up in college. So yeah, imagine the NFL. True. That's true. That's true. That's my only nick against him. It's just the fact he's small. It seems like he's a little injury prone. I, I mean, I love his arm talent, love his speed, but uh, you know, you got to be able to stay on the field. And I don't know, being his size as of now, if that can happen. Well, if you move, if we're going back to the Panthers here, we done messed around and won too many games at the end of the year. Yeah, typical Panthers fashion. We can't even tank correctly. Yeah. So, so now we we're looking in, to get an Anthony Richardson instead of possibly a CJ Stroud. Right. And if, but here's up. the thing. Here's the thing. People are saying the Bears are actively shopping the number one pick now yep. because they're going to roll with Justin Fields. Or so they probably trade, trade Fields, down. get young, and a couple draft picks would be smart. But people are saying they're they're happy with Fields. They like they're they're rolling with Fields. So yep. I've been hearing they're going to trade down. Like they've Just get a lot of quality it. players to put around Fields. Yeah, because I mean, if you're if you're get more draft picks, because you got to think because of the quarterback heavy top of the draft, you got Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis. Anthony Richardson will be a first round pick. You got a lot of guys going to go in the first round of that position. If you're the Bears, you can trade down to maybe five and still get a good quality player. What other guys are going to take quarterbacks too high say, when they should? Exactly, shouldn't. exactly. You can still get maybe the best overall player in the draft at five because people are going to draft QBs. What players are we looking? Who's the top players coming out in this draft that aren't uh, QBs? You got Will Anderson, yep. that linebacker, outside linebacker, Bama. edge rusher from Bama. Probably some Georgia guy. Yeah, it's a defensive lineman. Uh, De- is it Devon Carter? It's something Carter, but he's gonna be a he's gonna be a top three to four pick. Jalen Carter, that's what it is. Jalen Carter, big number eighty eight for them. He's gonna be a top pick. You got a couple Clemson boys. The Bears could around. get some of those guys. Do they need anyone like that on defense? I'm sure they do. I'm sure they you do. Think they do. It seems to me that they have absolutely zero weapons on offense, though. Yeah. It was the Justin Fields show, and then they have a receiver at, like, in Darnell Mooney, but he's booty. Where did – I know he's not that great, but where did, didn't Claypool go to the Bears? Yeah, but come, come on. I'm just saying, another option. Yeah, Who else terrible. outside Mooney? Komet. Uh, Cole Komet's yeah, not bad tight end. He's a decent tight end, but you can't count on that. You can't count weapon. on Montgomery and Herbert. Like, you honestly need better running backs. And they had that really speedy running back that's been out for like three years now. They still have him under contract. Like towards Achilles, then his ACL, and his Achilles again. For the Bears? Yeah. Oh, Cohen? Yeah, Tariq Cohen. Yeah. So. After all his injuries, I imagine he's probably not going to be in the league anymore. Yeah, probably not. I mean, that's that's tough because well, that kid would have made a Speaking of quarterbacks, staying on teams, moving teams, Aaron Rodgers. He was, my next, one. Him. He was my next one on the NFL. We're staying in Green line. Bay. Are we retiring or are we leaving to a different team? I think he's leaving. And I'm going to go ahead. To a different team, not retiring. Yeah, he's not retiring. Give me Raiders. Yeah, I'm saying Raiders. Reunion with uh, Devonta. I'm for sure saying Raiders. Las Vegas, get the hell out of Green Bay. A little warmer weather. Yep. A lot of ayahuasca down there. 100% there is. Yep. You know that guy loves that. (laughs) You see where he was going to go on a four-day darkness retreat? 
Dude, that sounds to to decide is something. Team? So he's in straight darkness for like four days, right? Yeah. Don't they say like after seventy two hours of being in straight darkness, like you start hallucinating and having I think like that's the straight point. trips? I think so that's it's the like point. that last twenty four hours you're tripping, probably having some sort of crazy experience that you're supposed to be better after it. I think that's the whole point of why he's doing it. No. And then supposedly that's how he's going to pick his new team. That's what I read. Well, let me do this, and it's going to tell me Carolina Panthers. <sighs> do we even want him? I'd take him. I mean, I'd take him. I'd definitely take him. He's like 38 already. DJ Moore would love it. We're going to rent him for like a year. DJ Moore's a bum. <laughs> if he had a quarterback, he might not be a bum. All right. We're both going Raiders. That one's easy enough. How about uh, the Pro Bowl, better or worse? Well, uh, saying that I still didn't watch it, uh, I'm going to say it wasn't that much better. But I would say it's probably more entertaining than watching the Pro Bowl game. Like, I like those things. Remember when they used to have, like, the quarterback long throw, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah. like, uh, some, you know, skills challenges. I, I, I definitely like it better. Still not really that entertaining, but it's definitely more entertaining than what the Pro Bowl was before. I think it's worse. You think it's worse? I think at least the other one was a freaking game. Yeah, but it wasn't an actual game. Like, they're not even tackling. Well, now we're doing flag. I didn't watch. You just talking about the seven on seven thing? Well, the whole the whole shebang was uh, was okay. I mean, they did a couple like skills challenges. That That's I, where I, I, I like liked. the skill challenges better. Which did they do do any skill challenges before? What do you mean? Didn't they have like a couple of them. Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna say they did not. I'm gonna say one. It still sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. But it sucks less than it did before. Yeah, I mean, if that's the goal, then congrats. But I mean, I feel like if they're gonna, Why play, even if they're do this? if they're gonna be playing flag, then play flag. Like, don't dress up in pads and pretend to hit. But my Let's thing is, like, every year, but because of injuries or Super Bowl, the actual Pro Bowlers aren't even there. Yeah, no Why do we even do there, this? Anyway. I mean, Why do we even do this? You just, saw the AFC quarterbacks. Name, yeah, I know. That's what Tyler I'm saying. Huntley like, was there. Tyler Huntley. It was well, Tyler Derek, Huntley. Derek Carr. Derek he got Carr benched. Yeah, he was benched, and he was a freaking Pro Bowl quarterback. That's what I'm saying. So why can't we just – Tyler Huntley threw two touchdowns this year. Two. <laughs> he was a pro bowler. He was a pro bowler. And then Trevor was the only one that was like actual, like, okay, I can see it. Okay. So why can't we just call them pro bowlers? We don't, why do we even need this game? Just, okay, you're a pro right, bowler. Congratulations. Here's the award. Bada bing, bada boom. Move on. I don't see how, but it somehow makes the NFL more revenue. It's awful. Because people still watch it. It's terrible. Um, Did you see – so you saw Mahomes got the MVP. Correct. Josh Allen got a vote. Really? Why the hell did Josh Allen get a vote? Mahomes wow. got 48. I think Allen got one and Rodgers got one. No, it couldn't have been Rodgers. So one other person got a vote. Can you look that up? Yeah. I know it was Josh Allen got one. Mahomes was 48. And then one other person got one. Um, maybe Jalen Hurts. I think it was Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was the runner-up, I thought. From what I saw, Mahomes got 48 votes. Hurts got one and Allen got one. Yeah, Jalen Hurts was the runner-up. Burrow was fourth. Justin Jefferson was fifth. And so Allen was third? Allen was third. How? He played awful this year. Yeah, I don't know. He's just He had a couple good games. That's didn't the you, NFL, though. And you see that stat when it was like him and Nathan Peterman or or Davis Mills, whoever starting for the Texans for like a six-week period throughout I the middle that. of the season, they had identical stats. I saw and everyone that. just praises the hell out of Josh Allen. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Why? Uh, I saw someone that said, whoever voted for him – should have their privileges taken away from them of being allowed to vote for the MVP. Yeah, I, I completely agree. That's ridiculous. But um, my thing is, did you see going the, the other way for defensive player of the year? 
Did you see that? Mm-mm. How that voting went? So it was like 46 Bosa, votes. Right? Yeah. So Nick Bosa got 46% or not percent. Who was it between him and Micah Parsons probably? So that's what I'm getting to. So let me look up this exact voting here. She had, yeah, Micah Parsons did not get one single first place vote. Nick Bosa got 46. Micah Parsons finished second overall. Didn't get a first place vote. How does Micah Parsons not get one first place vote? So he just got hella second place votes. Yeah. And then Chris Jones, defensive line for the Chiefs, mm-hmm. he finished third and got a first place vote. Only one. Only one. And then Hassan Reddick, defensive lineman for the Eagles, Had finished fourth and got two first place votes. Hmm. And then Quinnen Williams, the defensive lineman for the Chiefs, I mean, sorry, for the Jets, say, for the Jets, he got a first place vote. Interesting. So three, four, five get at least one first place vote. Micah Parsons, clearly deserving of some first place votes, gets none, and still finishes second. Did you see the guy's parlay? It was a three dollar parlay to win a million dollars. Yeah, and he missed it by one leg. Yeah, it was. He picked Micah Parsons. He picked Mahomes for MVP. uh, Justin Jefferson for Offensive Player of the Year. Nick Bosa for Defense Player of the Year. His Offensive Rookie of the Year pick was Chris Olave, which did not hit. And he got the defense around. Oh, that's the year. right. That's right. He picked up three dollars and seventy four cents to win like nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollars, and all he got wrong wrong was a lot of it. Who did win offense rookie of the year? It was uh, Garrett Wilson for the Jets. Okay. Yep. He, he did good. I have him on fantasy. The Jets too. swept that. So looking looking bright, and they had Quinn Williams get. Of the year. They had uh, Quinn Williams get a vote for defensive player of the year. They had Garrett Wilson win offensive rookie of the year, and Sauce. Gard- what is the name? Sauce Gardner. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. He got defensive rookie of the year. Okay. So Sauce Gardner. He That's played well too. He was He's very good. He was balling against some like really mm-hmm. number good number one receivers. So, but uh, got to give it to him. The Jets maybe trying to come up. Well, there's your NFL headlines of the last few weeks. You got any more headlines to talk about? No, I think that's all I got. Let's go Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Time for the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 57. I think right now, as of this moment, Saturday at 3:35 p.m. We've seen, I think, the Eagles at minus one and a half, over under 51 or so. Yep. Uh, where, is it, where are they having the Super Bowl? Is it Miami? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like it is Miami. I have no idea. I feel like it's always Miami or it's Does it not feel like it's in LA. the same places all the time? Because it is. They t- try to have it in a warmer place. There's one year they had it in like New York, though. If it's going to be it's up in Arizona. 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 Okay. Yeah, if it's going to be... Uh, Anywhere cold, it better have it done, like Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, okay, minus one and a half, Eagles. I think it started out as a pick I believe, and it started moving mostly towards Eagles. I saw it as high as Eagles minus two and a half. Yeah. I and mean, we know some guys, they thought it should end up being around Philly minus three. Yeah, we got the over-under 51. As it stands right now, Eagles minus one and a half. Early thoughts. Well, I saw a picture on the good old reliable Twitter course about a guy that's decided the super bowl winners every single year since 2015 i don't know if it's fake but if it's not he said the eagles Eagles are gonna win this year well i got one better than that i saw a guy who has incorrectly yeah picked 15 years in a row he's been wrong did he choose philly this year he chose philly Ooh. so we're going with you gotta think chiefs if you're going that route so we're going with the guy that 
chooses incorrectly every year, chooses the opposite of him. But here's the thing. Here's the other thing that got supposedly leaked is the NFL script. 37-34. 37-34 Eagles. That's another vote to their side. That so you go with the too. guy that's been right like seven, eight years in a row and the supposed script or the 15 years in a row guy who's wrong every single year and shows the Eagles to be wrong again this year. So here's the question. Here's the question. A one, another vote towards Chiefs side. If all those things were supposedly correct and the universe is weighing out which one weighs more, wouldn't you think if the NFL is scripted to save face so they wouldn't get out there that it's actually scripted, they would change the script so it's not 37-34? I was going to say, dude, what what are you going to do if the Eagles won 37-34? The NFL's rigged. Yeah? 100%. There's your proof right there? Don't, yeah. don't need anything else? No, I'm good on that. It's rigged. <laughs> That if it's thirty seven thirty four Eagles is real. It definitely looked like a Wikipedia screenshot though, where someone just edits it. And... Oh, 100 percent it did. But you never know. Well, at least with those other two guys, one of them's gonna be wrong. Because the guy that's right chose Eagles, and the guy that's not, that's, that's been wrong, wrong for so many straight years, chose Eagles. Well, he chose yeah, yeah. So here's the thing though. But you gotta think if the NFL was scripted, they would change that. Wouldn't that like essentially ruin their like multi-billion-dollar business if it came out that the league was scripted? People bet on this for millions of dollars every single Sunday. Yeah, the league would be ruined if this came out that it was actually scripted. So if it were it'd be to be act, yeah, it'd be ruined. 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 <laughs> it'd be done ruined. for. Ruined. Ruined. It would be absolutely done for. <laughs> and you got to think. All you got to do is change the script. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't they just change it to prevent that? I mean, if, I, if I'm going to make a score prediction, not be Eagles 37-34. If I'm going to make a score prediction, I would probably go Eagles 37-34. Really? I mean, I just got a feeling. <laughs> so here's here's another thing. Birds on me from the NFL. Here's another thing I saw. I saw at one of the big sports books in Vegas. They said the number one most bet prop bet is Travis Kelsey to touchdown. score a touchdown, any type of touchdown. Number two. Have a guess? Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Anytime touchdown, number two. Number three. Mahomes. Number three is Eagles to win by a score of 37-34. Really? People have like fully fought into it. Yeah, they're hammered. I wonder what the odds are on it. I don't know. Look, let's see. Went, can we pull it up? Down. I have can no we, idea how to look that up. Can we look up like a prop bet on it? What are the yeah. odds? But I just know that the guy, the, basically the guy that owns the sports book or running it or whatever no. said – if Travis Kelsey, Jalen Hurts score, and Eagles win 37-34, they out of business. Yeah, everyone? They're, everyone's out of business. All, all Vegas sportsbooks are done if those th- all three things happen. Oh. And I think it's mainly the 37-34. What if he parlayed Jalen Hurts getting a touchdown, Travis Kelsey getting a touchdown, and the exact score of the game? $10 bet. You think, you, you think that's over a million? 100% it is. About $10 million? Mm, probably not that much. I think I think Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown and Jalen Hurts are no higher than like plus one thirty five. I think well, Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown, touchdown is plus right? like one ten. Have yeah. to be a Russian touchdown. Yeah. I think his is like plus one ten though. Yeah, I mean they're definitely reliable to to uh, get a touchdown there. Can we finally have a non quarterback Super Bowl MVP? What's the chances of that happening? Of it being like a Travis Kelsey or it being. A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith or Miles Sanders or, or even like Hassan Reddick. But that's or the Chris thing. Jones. Is, that's not going to happen. Something crazy has to happen, not by the quarterback, for it to not be 
the quarterback to be the MVP. Or the quarterback or the quarterback have to just play terrible. Like this is what's crazy to me. Okay. Who's who's MVP here in this situation? Say Chiefs win, 37-34, whatever. Uh Mahomes has three passing touchdowns. Okay. And and uh, the running back has three rushing touchdowns. With 100 yards rushing, Mahomes has three passing touchdowns, 280 yards passing yards. Okay. Who wins? Mahomes. Even with a three rushing touchdown performance? Yeah. And over 100 yards rushing? Yeah. I think that's kind of stupid. I agree, but that's, in my opinion, that's who would win. That's why it's someone else for it to not be a quarterback has to do something crazy for it to happen. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you, but that's just what I'm saying. Uh, you trying to find this prop bet? Yeah, I'm trying to find uh, the odds on the exact score. I'll pick at the exact score? Yeah. Hey, honestly, I feel like it's hard to choose against Chiefs. Oh, here, look at this. Win. I found it. The score. You go. For 37-34, bet MGM, this score was originally placed at t- plus 25,000. It's probably like plus 1,500 now. No, it's plus 8,000. There are five times as many bets on that exact score than any other score. That's crazy. Just because of that one picture? Just because of that one picture. Well, with it being more than likely a fluke picture, they're probably about to reel in a bunch of money from that exact score. Oh, they're going to so kill many people it. Are they're going to kill it. it. They're going to absolutely hammer it. Tell me you won't be a little nervous though if it starts getting down there and it's 30, I feel like 34. If it starts to get close. Say it's 34 34. Philly hap- Philly's got the ball with like two minutes left. Yeah, I'm you know, like, it's rigged. This is about to happen. It's yeah, about to be 37 34. The league is rigged. And I will never bet on it again. Never. No. You think it's rigged if that happens? I mean, I feel like you got to. Yeah, I mean, 100%. With all that being said, let's get a prediction. 37 <laughs> 34. Um, I think it's going to be like low. Over under fifty one. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not gonna bet the over, but uh, give me like a thirty to twenty seven. Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs. Yeah. I just and here's the thing, everybody is going Eagles. Yeah. Everybody, like everywhere I look, no yeah. one's picking the Chiefs. Well, they've kind of ran through the NFC. I know they got some lucky games. They played but, no one. But they played the injured Niners and the Giants. That's yeah. it. Still ran through them. Both at home. At least they ran through them. They weren't close. <sighs> what if they uh, play the injured Niners and barely win? I'm going Chiefs here. Easy. You going just money line? Just get the extra couple bucks. Oh, I'm going money line. Take the sure. point and a half I'm, just in case. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not taking the point and a half on the Super Bowl bet. I'm going Chiefs money line. You taking give the me, under? A hundred percent. Fifty-one is a ton. I love the under in this game. Give me Chiefs to win this bad boy. Uh, hmm, it's gonna be a weird score. Give me thirty to twenty-eight. That would be over. Never mind. That would be way over. Yeah, it's only fifty-one. So. 30, yeah. 30 21. 30 21. Hits it. Mm, I just feel like, I feel like for most playoffs games, though, it's been 27 44 to 48, and they've all been unders. Yeah. Throughout the playoffs. I feel like a 50, 50, it's going under. It's going under. Give me, uh, maybe let's get close with it. Let's get really close. Let's go 24 23 Chiefs. Big again. 
I'm not betting the over, but uh, my score prediction is the over. I'm going to say one person gets or one team gets 30. Give me 30, 27 Chiefs. You'd smash that over. Yeah, about six points. I'm going uh, under. Give me the Chiefs to win the game, though. What's what's best bet? You had to put one bet. You had to say you had $100. Could be the spread. Could be the over-under. Could be any time touchdown score. Could be the color of the Gatorade. Could be the over-under on the national anthem or the freaking coin toss. You get $100. You got to put one bet to hit. What are you choosing? Probably Jalen Hurts touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think. Even though it's only plus 105? You got to think they're going to get down there and uh, be on the two-yard line and do some sort of scramble. He does that every game. I like probably, that would probably be my favorite bet to hit. I think that would probably also be my favorite bet, but it's also probably the safest bet. Because yeah. as far as any time touchdowns go, asking? yeah, no, I'm just saying like make make some money. You get a hundred dollars, you can make you can play it safe and make a hundred dollars back. Or so you're gonna do a little parlay. I might throw a parlay on there. Go like a Chiefs money line, uh, over under depending on what you like. Go one of those. I guess we'll just go over with my score prediction, but I, you know, with it being playoff football, I could easily see it being under that. Uh, maybe do yeah, do, do like who wins and the over under, a little yeah. two leg parlay, or you could do a, how could you add a third? Maybe who scores first? Who scores first? That depends Eagles. a lot on the coin toss. Eagles too. score first. That's my guess. Eagles with a field goal on the first drive. Isn't that crazy? When you like, if you ever bet who scores first, then you're like watching the, the coin Super flip. Super intently. Yeah, you're like, come on, please, 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 come on. Well, dude, I don't know how much you watch like barstool betting, but you know, Big Dan, Big Cat over there, he threw 10K for the AFC Championship, I think it was, mm-hmm. on freaking tails for the coin toss. Yeah. Missed it. There, I saw a guy, he flipped a coin a thousand times. He said, whatever it lands on more is what I'm betting for the Super Bowl. And it was like, 590 to 410 heads. Really? Yeah. I'm always a tails never fails kind of guy. I'm a tails never fails kind of guy too, but look at this. Let's pull it up because I saw a big list about it. The most recent um, heads versus tails in the Super Bowl, heads is on the streak, dude. Is it? Yeah, let me pull it up real quick. And we got to go the length of the national anthem. How long is that going to be? Who's doing it? Who's doing the national anthem? It's Chris Stapleton. Really? Yeah. That'll be a good one. And people are saying hammer his over. Rihanna's doing the uh, halftime show. Yeah, that will not be a good one. So people are saying hammer Chris Stapleton's over. Okay. You can you can literally bet on the first song Rihanna's going to sing. Umbrella? Surely she don't open with that. That's like a at the end type of deal. Don't, when you think? I don't I think you started off with a bang. I mean, maybe she does. But, uh. Right, look at this. Wasn't right, it 50 Cent last year? He started off with like Into Club or something or Pimp. Yeah, he he did. He threw it out there with a banger. Yeah. There was a bunch of them last year. It was like, yeah, it was like Snoop, Snoop was there and, and Dre. Eminem was there. Yeah. Okay, so Probably look at that. So here we go. We got Rams, Bengals last year, heads. Okay. So here's this. Whoever has won the coin toss has lost the Super Bowl many, many years in a row. So can you... See what the coin coin uh, toss is, and then bet on it really, really quick. If you're quick, you probably can. I mean, odds will still be there. Yeah. Because look at this. It'll be quick with it. Bengals chose heads last year. They won the toss, lost the game. Kansas City Kansas City chose heads the year before, lost the game to the Bucks. San Francisco chose tails the year before, hit it, lost to the Chiefs. Rams year before against the England New England chose heads again, hit it, lost. New England against the Eagles in 2017, 
They chose heads, hit the toss, lost the game. Atlanta in the crazy comeback against New England won the toss with tails, lost the game. The Panthers year before that against Denver chose tails, lost the game. Seattle, New England. Seattle wins the toss with tails, loses the game. Seattle versus Denver chose tails. That's the last time that someone has won the toss, won the game. Really? Was the Seattle Seahawks against the Broncos way back when? Yep, Since then, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years in a row, the coin toss winner has lost the game. So you heard it here first. Watch the coin toss, and uh, whoever wins it, take the other team quick. I'm going to bet on heads for the coin toss, and if the Eagles win the coin toss, Chiefs win the game. So they win the coin toss to the receiving? If they win the coin toss, they're deferring. So the Eagles are not scoring first? Yeah, they are. So they're deferring? And then stopping them. They're going to get a stop. First right, drive, so they're going to be so hyped let's up. Let's build this Eagles parlay defense. here. Let's build this parlay here. Okay. So we're going heads. We're going heads. We're going heads. We're going Eagles to win it. So Chiefs can win the game. So go heads on the coin toss. Chiefs money line. Yep. Eagles to score first. Yep. I like that. And then throw an over-under in there. That's four-leg parlay and win a lot of money. That's won a lot of money. That's probably a $10 to win uh, Give me over on the national anthem. Give me yellow Gatorade. I'm full sending it. You build, you building this thing to be a freaking payout to be impossible. <laughs> I've been seeing so many videos about these are the trends for the game. You better bet heads. You better bet yellow Gatorade. You Stuff's better bet so the random, over. Dude. It's crazy. It's yeah. like none of it means anything. So you got so you said 24, 23 Chiefs and 130, 27 Chiefs. You're hitting the under as well. Uh, America like is peppering Eagles minus one and a half at a 59 percent clip right now. Uh, no significant injuries noted, and ESPN matchup predictor gives the Chiefs a 53.3% chance to win the game. I'd say if the line somehow gets to 2.5 plus for the Chiefs. You hammer that. You hammer that. Take those 2.5 points as well just in case because yeah. they, could, you know, oh, they yeah. could lose a game by a point or two. Yeah, for sure. So take those points. I think but if the it game, stays around a point and a half, I don't think they're going to lose by one point. I do think this is a very much of a toss-up game. I could see this going this completely be a really good either game. way. Seems like it'd be a good game. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, um, yeah, I think this, I think it's a true 50-50 toss-up Super Bowl. It seems like the Eagles are more talented, but the Chiefs just always find a way. I feel like the Chiefs are more talented. I feel like when you look at it as a whole, the Eagles are. I like Kansas City's roster better. I don't like their receivers. I like Kelsey. That's true. They don't a running have back's receivers. good utility guy, but he's nothing special. Pacheco or whatever his name is. Yeah, I think the Eagles. You got Hurts, Sanders. You got uh, they got some some other running backs that aren't bad, like utility Boston players. Scott. Yep, and then obviously you got uh, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. Yeah, who's the tight end for Dallas them? Goddard? Yep, Goddard's not bad. He's good on defense. He's... You got Hassan Reddick's baller. They still got Fletcher Cox. Still got Jason Kelsey baller O line. Their secondary's nasty. Don't they have Darius Slay? They do have Darius Slay. I mean, on the Chiefs, I feel like I just named Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones. You think that's it for the whole team? For, like, the, the really good players? Maybe. Maybe for elites. I don't know. I just feel like top to bottom. they're. I feel like talent-wise, Eagles are better, but Chiefs have Mahomes. And he just always finds a way to win. That's true. That's how I see it. That's true. And I'm taking the Chiefs. But the Eagles definitely have a chance to win this game. Oh, the, you Eagles, see, the Eagles are You see with the reporter... Asking the what's head coach of Eagles Nick Serrano or something? Yeah, Siriano. Siriano or something like that. He goes, "Is this a must-win game?" And he just stares at him. He's, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's the Super Bowl, you idiot. <laughs> this is our last game. Of course it's a must win. You see the guy go up to a reporter. He goes up to Jalen Hurts, and he's like, I just want to let you know, I was one of the people that said the Eagles had no chance to get to the Super Bowl with you as their quarterback. He was like, yeah, he was like, Jalen Hurts was like, I don't know what to say right now. He's like, I guess you weren't the only one. And uh, and the guy said, no, 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 I just want to come to you man to man. Apologize. And say that I'm sorry. That uh, That's pretty cool. He said that I was wrong. And Jalen Hurts just like shunned him, dude. He's just like, he literally looked him dead in the eye and was like, cool. Next question. Oh my like, god! Shunned him. Like gave us a sincere impo- apology. Once Jalen heard heard that first part, dude, about like I, I bet against you, he was like, "No, this guy's dead to me. I don't care what yeah. he says next." He just blocked him out. He just blocked him out. Moved on. He's like, "Cool." <laughs> well, anything? Uh, any other last minute Super Bowl thoughts here? You know, we haven't mentioned what the health of Patrick Mahomes. He's only one game removed from a from a pretty nasty ankle injury and a coaching matchup. You gotta think that favors Andy Reid probably pretty heavily. Just from the fact of been here multiple times, no. won one of these games before. We don't know much about Nick Sirianni in big games. Don't have to travel as far. In Kansas City to Phoenix, Philly to Phoenix. Yeah, not as much traveling. I mean it's little small things like that that can add up on the team. That's true. Uh, That's true. Yeah, Kansas City being there the past, you know, they've been they've in every been single AFC championship. Eagles won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, but that team's pretty much oh, that's completely different. different. Oh, yeah. 20, not even the same coach. Yeah. That so was Peterson Different and coach, so. different quarterback. Freaking Nick Foles won that year. So, you got to think Chiefs are definitely going to be more comfortable in the situation, but do, does Philly maybe have more fire under them because it's first time back in you know five years? Yeah, but, I mean, so. hey, look at the, the last time the Chiefs were there. It's been a few years. They've been missing out. They get upset yeah. about the Bengals last year. I mean – Time to show him that it's still his league. I'm about to say, if you're Mahomes, like people were, people were ready to anoint Joe Burrow. You know, I was one of those people. Kind of could have still been Joe Burrow. It could have been. Yeah, we we completely cheated out the Bengals of that game. That's a whole other can of worms there. But um, if you're Mahomes, you won that game, and you're this is your chance to, like you said, say this is my league. No. Yeah. So very Chiefs, uh, interesting game. Chiefs underdog. They've been there. They know how to win. Mahomes always finds a way. Eagles are very talented. I expect this to be a very good game, but Patrick Mahomes comes out on top, wins them another Super Bowl, and more than likely MVP for the Super Bowl. All right, here's one last over-under for you before we close it out. Over-under, 65.5 Jalen Hurts rushing yards. What are you doing in the previous two games? That's a good question. I didn't have to do too much because they got up quick. They just destroyed them. So it could I'm be I'm going to say for the Eagles unders. to win this game, Hurts will need to rush for more than 65. They'll need more than 65 to win yep, a game. And if he rushes under, they lose. Okay. Let's pull it up real quick. We got against the Niners. Again, they did win 31-7. to He had 11 carries for 39 yards, averaging 3.5 and, and a touchdown. But in a game, they won by 24. No. They never really use him too much other than I mean, 11 carries is kind of a lot, though. Yeah, but a lot of it's most of the time goal line. That's true. I feel like they don't use against him that the much. Against the Giants, again, they won 38-7. to He had nine carries. 34 yards in the touchdown. Almost the same exact stat line. Yeah, I'm going to say more along the – I think he needs at least one rushing touchdown for the Eagles to win. And yeah. uh, I'm going to say at the over-under at uh, 45. What do he average for the year on rushing yards? Because it seems like they just use him more for goal line situations rather than open field or something. 
Mm, see, it's hard to factor that in because sacks. Like this says on the year. Sacks. This says on the year he only has. Well, this can't be right. Oh, that's postseason. That's postseason. Hold on, hold on. Regular season, Jalen Hurts, 165 attempts through 15 total games for 760 rush yards, averaging 4.6 yards per carry for 13 rushing touchdowns, averaging 50.7 yards per game. So that's what about where I said it, right around 50, so yeah. 45. Yeah, you uh, can see that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I set, it, I set the over-under right there at 50. Because, it, like I said, it, it just seems like they really use them around around the goal line or a, you know, a third and one, fourth and one. Use them on little, you know, short little power runs by the quarterback that work almost every single time. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, it really just depends if he has some breakaway run where, you know, it breaks down the pocket and he just takes off rather than not even being like a uh, called QB scramble. Right. So I'm going to set the over-under at 50. Uh, I'm going to say he does not hit it. He gets a touchdown, has about 43 rushing yards on 10 carries. Okay. And with the rushing touchdown and the Chiefs win. Well, you got to think if this is a close game and you're the Eagles, last Super Bowl, he'll start gonna, running a lot. I about to say end. you're going to be running this guy. Yeah. Fourth quarter, if they're trying to, if they're, especially if they have the lead, mm-hmm. this boy going to be scrambling all over the field. Yeah, you would think so. So we'll see. Could go either way. Going to be a great game. Super Bowl Fifty Seven, Chiefs and Eagles. Yes, sir. Should be a fun one. We'll be back at you next week. We'll probably do a little preview of what's happening tonight with the UFC card. Yeah. Uh, you want to throw out quick predictions for? The main main card, yeah, sure. other than the heavyweight fight. Yeah, no doubt. Let's do it. Uh, what's the what's the closest one? Is Crute and Minifield? So Jimmy Crute and Alonzo Minifield. I believe Jimmy Crute's at minus one seventy five. Uh, Crute's lost his last two. He lo- just lost to the champion Jamal Hill, and then he had a knee injury versus Anthony Smith probably a year and a half or two years ago. Uh, I think me and you are so going to differ a bit here. I, I'm going, I like I'm going I like Jimmy, Jimmy Crute a lot, but I you know I've. I think Minifield's look really good his past two. But I don't – like, Minifield's probably fought like no one's. And I know Jimmy Crute's – you know, he's fought Jamal Hill. He's fought Anthony Smith. He's lost both, but he's been fighting some of these guys. Uh, honestly, and he's a younger guy by a good bit, I'm probably going to take Crute here. I'm taking Crute. I yeah. thought you were going to go Minifield there. I know you're, I know you're kind of big on him. I like Minifield, but he's 35. Crute's 26 most of the time. When it's a big age gap like that, typically the younger guy wins. Yeah, I like Crew here. I think he's still uh, – he may not be on the Jamal Hill level. He may not be on the Anthony Smith, the Glover Teixeira. Of the those Anthony Smith fight was going to be a good fight if his knee was, didn't give away. It was. And the thing is, against Jamal Hill, man, I mean, he just got caught. Yeah. Just got caught. It wasn't It wasn't and super uncompetitive. Um, Jamal Hill was cautious in that fight. He said it going into it. Like, I know Crew can catch me too. So, you know, just a knockout's a knockout. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to go with the Australian here. Yep. I'm going to pick Crew. Then we got Randy Brown, another pretty big underdog here. Plus 250, 60. Yep, and he's fighting Jack Della Maddalena, who is a minus 330 favorite. And he's like an actual hometown boy. I think he's a hometown boy. Close to Perth. Yep, that's you know, right. Most of these guys are just Australian guys, but he's actually like close to where they're, they're fighting. And the thing is, you got to think more than likely someone in Maddalena's position is going to win the fight. Big favorite. You're getting to finally fight at home for the first time probably in a very long time. I think he's going to win. It, it could be competitive. Though. Randy Brown is no slouch. I think the value is honestly good for Randy Brown. He's a very lengthy guy for the weight division. What are they, what are they welterweights? Yeah, they're welterweights. Yeah. Uh, but Jack Della, he's on a 13-fight win streak. He's 13-2. and two. He knocks out basically everyone in the first round. 
<clears throat> Going to be a challenge, though, feeling out the distance because Randy Brown's, a very, like I said, a very long guy. I think Jack Della wins the fight, but I think there's a lot of value in Randy Brown at plus 260. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's, I think it will be a very competitive fight. I, I personally don't know if uh, Madeline is just going to KO him in the first round. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. I don't know if it'll be another one of those. I think Randy Brown can keep this thing close. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, give me give me Jack here. I think he wins it. we got interim featherweight title. Josh Emmett versus Yair title. Rodriguez. Yep, so you got Yair and a minus 190 favorite. Both uh, getting a title shot off of, you know, not really impressive wins. You see Josh Emmett, uh, he fought Calvin Cater, who a lot of people said Calvin Cater won that fight. Right. And then uh, Yair Rodriguez fought Brian Ortega last, and mm-hmm. within 30 yeah, seconds a minute, Brian Ortega you know, shoulder. separates his shoulder, yep. and the fight's over. Yep. So, I mean, they both win. They both get a title shot, but it's number two versus number five. Uh, what Rodriguez is minus 190, Emmett's plus 160-ish. Yeah, and I'll say this, too, talking about their previous fights. If they both rebooked those previous fights right there, I would pick against – Against both these guys in both those fights, I agree. I'd pick Ortega. I thought and Cater pick won Cater. that fight. Versus I that. thought Calvin Cater won that fight too. It was a close fight, but I thought it was a clear 48-47. Yeah, uh, I like Emmett's power. Rodriguez is a funky kind of guy, good kickboxer. It seems seems to me I don't want to pick the favorite on every single fight. I'm gonna go. I like Rodriguez. I like the value of Emmett. I think this is a closer fight than uh, what the odds are. I think it's really more like almost a pick them to be honest with you. But uh, I'm going to take Emmett for the value. But Rodriguez could easily win this fight. Unpopular opinion here for you. Out of all Trash. the 145ers, mm, no. For some reason, that guy just keeps winning. Like it's almost like He's got good power. He's got if good he power. If he catches Rodriguez, he can shut his lights out. A couple of things, Phil. One, Emmett's 37 years old. Mm-hmm. That year's only 30. Then you look at, I'm going to say this, unpopular opinion. At the 145-pound division, like I said, in a fight against one another, I would pick Ortega. But in my opinion, the 145er right now with the best chance to beat Volt is Yair Rodriguez. Over Holloway? Over Holloway. Yeah, I know we just saw what happened with Holloway. I mean, that's right, three else. So, he's Holloway. so funky. He's funky. He's lengthy. He's shown an ability to stop takedowns. I don't think he would beat Volk. I just think out of the current 145ers, which is kind of a uh, division right now, he's got the best chance that's what i'm saying i think he's got the most talent out of any of them yeah but he just can't seem to put it together for some reason that's true i mean look at his last isn't he like really not on the best stretch well he he lost to holloway before the ortega fight i wish that ortega fight would have actually happened because man that that had the potential to be a really good fight but uh hopefully they'll book that back rodriguez did say after the fight like he he will do a he will run it back no matter what the circumstances are with Ortega what because happened they didn't get to bite. With Jeremy Stevens uh with the no contest. I think it was an eye poke. By Rodriguez. Uh I'm not sure on that. So he lost to Frankie Edgar in twenty seventeen. He TKO's uh Korean zombie. Is that Chan Sung Jun? Is that Korean yep. Zombie? Uh no contest, Jeremy Stevens uh, fought a couple weeks later uh, and won a decision, then loses to Max Holloway unanimous, then won Brian Ortega by KO slash TKO, but it was a separated shoulder four minutes into the fight. I mean, he is a very talented guy, but can he put an entire fight together? I mean, when, who's his best win? I mean, I, I'm not giving Brian Ortega because of doctor stoppage. Lost Max Holloway. He beat Jeremy Stevens. That's a no one. That was years ago. He hasn't really beat anyone lately. Yeah, no, I agree. He hasn't. Mm, his overall wins, I mean, they're not that impressive, but 
I mean, I don't know. I just feel like this current matchup tonight, I'm leaning Rodriguez because of, you know, the different different style and fights. I think probably favors Rodriguez. But one thing we haven't talked about is if Emmett can get him to the ground. I don't know if he'll try because he's got Emmett a lot of power in his box, hooks. He likes to box. He's got a lot of power in his hooks. But he does, you know, it was an eye poke, by the way, in that fight. But he does uh, have that wrestling background where I think he's a he's a shorter, stockier, bigger fighter, kind of like Volk. I think he could probably get him to the ground if he tried. Yeah. I think a striking matchup, which is what it'll end up being, doesn't really favor Emmett that well. That's why I'm leaning Rodriguez. Okay. Well, let's move on to the championship. Islam Mahachev. Is that right? Yeah. Something like that? I think that was close. And then uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. We got minus 400 for Islam, plus 310 for Volk. Here's, if you bet with your brain, smart to go Islam here. Very good. Uh, Volk's going up in weight. You got, you got to think when they're probably fighting, Islam's probably weighing at least 10 more pounds than them. Uh, I would think Volk's probably fighting at 165-ish the night of, and, and Islam's probably close to 175. I don't know what you think about that, but uh, that's probably you got to think close. he's gonna have a little a little uh, weight on him. Uh, I think the value, very good value in Volk. I mean, guy's twenty five and one. He's no slouch by any means. He's been running through the featherweight division, but Islam's another level. Uh, I'm betting on Volk. I like Volk better. I'm betting with my heart, and I really want him to pull it off. Do I think it's a smart bet? Not necessarily. I think there's good value in plus three ten, and I don't like the value of minus four hundred for Islam. If uh, if Islam was like minus two fifty, I think that minus two fifty, minus two seventy five, I think that'd be pretty good value for him, and that's probably where I draw the line. But I think Volk has the value at plus three ten, so I'm running with him. I think Volkanovski's gonna win this fight. I hope so. I, I'm you're talking about betting with your heart versus your brain. Yeah, I guess so. If you look at the betting odds, but I think they might have misjudged this one a little bit with the odds. I think Volkanovski is a better all around fighter. Yeah, I think. The size and style fighter that Volkanovski is is probably going to be the toughest one for Islam to take down. And I do think if Volk goes down, you don't got to go very far to get back up when you're five foot six and 150 pounds. Mm-hmm. So personally, I think this is going to be uh, Volkanovski keep on doing what he's been doing. I think I think you might not see Volkanovski fight at 145 again. Because right. I think he wins this tonight, and I think he may stay at 155 and try and get some money fights. Yeah. So that's my pick. I'm going uh, Volkanovski to be the new and fifth overall in history double champ. Hope so. Well, there it is. We'll be back at you next week. We'll uh, recap Super Bowl, see who wins, recap uh, the UFC card. And uh, yeah. like I said, that's our last week of football. So we'll have to find something to start talking about here. See, uh, y'all let us know. Shoot us a DM on Instagram at Subzero Sports. Let us know what you want us to talk about. If you have questions, you have comments. Or you just want to talk shit, just uh, shoot us a message. But we love y'all. Thank y'all for listening, for all the support y'all give us. Uh, we'll be back at you next week. Uh, finish it up Finish it up for us. Awesome. Go follow our Instagram page. Uh, we try and post on there every single time we put out an episode. Uh, like he was talking about, let us know what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. Football coming to a close. So we'll see what's coming up next. Sub-Zero Sports, we out.